what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Up podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and... I'm Mike Russo, and you drew on my map. <laughs> he did draw on it and ruined it to him. <laughs> yeah, he ruined uh, that thing. Yeah, man. How's it going, though, Mike? I'm, I'm good. Um, um, you know, things have been okay. I'm fine. How are you doing? Uh, I'm pretty good, man. It's starting to get really cold here. Um, yeah. But, you know... Got we got a really well. I, I, yeah, but I also saw on the news, uh, New York's about to go on a lockdown, man. Yeah, we're recording this. What's the date? November nineteenth, and at least the city is. I don't know everything that's going on right now, and it's just it's kind of upsetting. But what are you gonna do? Yeah. I so what of... happened? The uh, the Corona numbers uh, spiked back up or something? Yeah. That's what's going on? Oh, okay. Yeah, who knows what's going to be happening when this one drops, because this is going to drop sometime in December. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll see what happens. It's definitely going to affect Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But uh, definitely affecting that for most people I know. Yeah. Well, you know, Mike, we have uh, two things we wanted to discuss before we got into this episode. Uh, first one, I'll make it really short. Um, right. I've been, I've been looking at our YouTube analytics, and... Uh, our numbers have a cre- increase of as far as subscribers percentage that listen to the podcast and, you know, compared to non-subscribers, but yeah. the non-subscriber uh, percentage is still destroying the um, the subscriber percentage. We are still at like a 63% of non-subscribers. Guys, if you can and you're listening to this, uh, I hope by now we have earned your trust. You, we have earned your liking. Just click that subscribe button. It's free. Doesn't cost yeah, a thing, it's man. Not hard. <laughs> yeah, please, you know, uh, click that subscribe button. It, it helps us out. You know, it helps us reach to more people who are interested in Darkwing, interested in podcasting, or it doesn't even have to be Darkwing listeners. It probably will reach anybody who's into like '90s cartoons or like Disney afternoon stuff. You know. Yeah, I don't think episodes are gonna show up as like recommend it, recommend. Ah, I don't think episodes are gonna show up as recommendations if people don't subscribe and like them. You have yeah. to you have to appeal to that algorithm. If you just mm-hmm. watch it and you don't like or subscribe, it's not going to get out there. You got to do that. Yeah, please do that for us so we can reach more people. Especially we we're in our number count. We're in the 60s somewhere right now, so we're getting be close. Yeah, we're getting close to that 91. So we would really appreciate it if you guys can click that subscribe button. And plus, clicking that subscribe button will help you on our giveaways. Um. For our YouTube listeners, I'm sorry, but uh, I need to do a giveaway just dedicated to you guys. Uh, I really need to because you guys actually had the most interaction with us. It's our lowest view count, but as far as the comments and stuff, you guys are all over it. So yeah, YouTube is good that way. Yeah, there you guys are very good with it, man. I really appreciate it. You know, um, so I, I am gonna do an exclusive giveaway. We just did one on Facebook for the Morgana Halloween limited edition pin. Uh, and, uh, we did that on Facebook. I'll probably do another one on Facebook with the Darkwing Duck Pez, but I, I may do like a Mega Volt Funko Pop or something on, um, on YouTube for you guys. All right. Good idea. Uh, mm-hmm. So Mike, man, uh, I know you got, you want to get something off your chest. Let's go ahead and dive into that real quick. Well, I'm, I guess for a lot of people, this might be old news at this point, but what do you think's going on with this Darkwing Duck reboot? Um, I... Personally, don't think it's confirmed. I don't think it's a hundred percent legit. I think it's probably just something that was discussed and it leaked. You know, I, this is a hundred percent assumption here. Just you know, I I have no clue. 
it just doesn't seem realistic to me from them to go from it and go in it. But then it, it definitely is possible to go a whole different route with Disney Plus because with Disney Plus, you're trying to get subscribers. You're not waiting on Disney XD and that type yeah. of stuff, you know? Oh, I believe if anything does happen, it's probably going to be over at Disney Plus. I think that's just going to be how things are going to be going forward with every show. Um, and I, I've heard things over the past couple of years that really makes me think something is going on. Mm. But Seth Rogen, mm. like I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Like. Wouldn't it just be best just to spin off DuckTales and just keep Angonis and Youngberg? Um, I, I agree with you for, like, writing purposes. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Ah, but, okay, I agree with you to a certain, uh, really, okay. I prefer <laughs> it to be Angonis and, and uh, what's his name, Youngberg? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. I prefer them. But the financial backing from Seth Rogen... And then, you know, his, I hate to say it, but he has a bigger name than uh, Angola's oh, in there. Of course a, he does. A bigger following. He's touched so many 90s projects and stuff before. If you've seen his movies, he has a lot of 90s hip hop and stuff music playing in his movies and stuff, uh, or 90s like pop music. He and also, apparently his company is doing something with Ninja Turtles as well. Mm hmm. So, and remember, he, he did a movie on the Green Hornet, which was, I think, late 70s. Was the Green Hornet late seventies? Yeah, I, Green Hornet goes back a bit. Yeah, you know, and I'm, I get it. I definitely get it from that standpoint. I think the fans would prefer though the story arc from you know Angonas and them. Well, what That's I want my, my opinion too. What I want to, what I think the fans should really keep in mind is this could very likely not have anything to do with Ducktales and what. You know, Angonis and Youngberger setting up. But also, it might not have much to do with the original show either. Just because it's one thing doesn't mean it's going to be the other. This could be something totally different. Like, completely different. Different animation style. It could be CG. It could be something completely different. And until we know more, mm -hmm. there's nothing to go on. Yeah. And who knows? Uh, Angonis and them might even be on the team, you know. All I saw was it was uh, Rogan's production company, and right. he's the producer. That's so he it. just might he might just have the financial backing, might have some say here and there, you know. And keep in mind the fact that Ducktales doesn't seem to have been renewed for a fourth season. That could that could mean something as far as Angonis and Youngberg are Youngberg are concerned. You know, we don't know. That now watch just because you said that. Watch it when before this is released, it's going to get renewed. But that wouldn't. <laughs> but that wouldn't bother me either. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Okay. Season four, season three has actually gotten pretty good, so I'd be okay if it got renewed. But by now, you think it would have been, but <laughs> it's too early to say. So we're just going to have to wait and see, guys. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, I, I mentioned the giveaways. I mentioned the YouTube, uh, Instagram people. I haven't forgot about you guys either. I'm going to give you guys a giveaway. Uh, Instagram is where we get the most likes, not the most comments. Uh, but I get the most likes out of Instagram. I don't know Funny if it's the how hashtags. Spread out like yeah, that. everything's just spread out, man. Uh, Facebook, we have the most just overall following. It's the biggest following we have. Um, but anyway, let's get, get away from that. Um, right. Mike, uh, what, what episode are we reviewing today? 
All right, today we're talking about In Like Blunt. Um, before I go any further, In Like Blunt, the title is a takeoff of the movie In Like Flint, um, which is a movie about a former spy named Derek Flint. So I'm sure your brain's doing some connections right now, who's called out of retirement for a case. That movie, that movie was made in 1967, guarantee it's something these writers are aware of. Um, so that's where that title and the character of Derek Blunt comes from. Um, this is a really, um, really odd episode. Really interesting, um, Will. Because um, its original air date was Monday, February 24th, 1992. Mm-hmm. But it was second by production numbers. It was number two. Okay. Um, the only one that was higher than that was Water Way to Go. Um, why, why this one is really interesting is it feels like this is definitely what Double O Duck would have been before yes. it was Darkwing. This feels like straight out. Like, if uh, it was not changed, this would have been Double O Duck. I got some pros and cons with the cameos that we're gonna, you know, that's gonna pop up on here. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. I'm, I, when we get there, I, I'll get into that a little bit. Me too. You know. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, what's interesting about this one, not to not to keep going, but unlike Duck by any other name, which you could tell was earlier, but it was a much more polished episode. This one's honestly a bit of a mess. Um, the animation is kind of, it's still Disney France, but it's still, it's kind of all over the place. This is a more recent Darkwing voice. So I feel like it was either re-recorded or that could be why this was delayed for so long. There's some weird editing. And again, this feels like a very, like completely different from other Darkwing episodes. What do you think? Yeah, it definitely feels different. Um... You can tell it's early in the production. It's not a bad episode. It's no. not a great episode, in my opinion, but it, it, it's solid. It's it's decent. I can roll with it. It's, it's above <laughs> average to me. Um, I got some gripes, though, with it, though. But, right. you know, we'll, we'll talk about that more toward the ending when I score it and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, you know, let's go. Let's go. All right, let's go ahead and dive into it, Mike. What's our production air date order, man? Okay, well, I already mentioned that. Monday, February 24th, 92, second mm-hmm. in production order. Um, story mm-hmm. editor is Tad, which, of course, makes perfect sense because this is a super early one. Um, He's got to get his hands on it. <laughs> sure does. Um, like, this is an episode where they're trying to figure out who Darkwing is. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's working on it. Our writers are Kevin Campbell and Brian, Brian Swenlin. It's their first script, but it's their last one to actually air. So this okay. is the last time we're going to see these guys. Um, of course, we remember who they were. They, they wrote Negaverse and Justice Ducks and Dry Hard. Uh, sorry to see them go, but uh, they were great writers. And, of course, the animation that I mentioned before is Disney France again. Not as polished as Duck by any other name, but it's not terrible. There's some animation mistakes and some roughness to it. But there are, there are moments where it's really good, too. What do you think? Uh, there, there are some moments where it was good. Uh, I guess that we should. We normally me and you discuss our favorite scene. Uh, I'll just say somebody get blown up. I like the way that was drawn. Uh-huh. Um, I ha- I have several gripes the way with uh, Darkwing is drawn, but 
it's not bad overall, though. We've seen worse, way worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, no, not freelance. <laughs> um, so that all being said, this is going to be an interesting ride. So why don't we just get started? Uh, how do we start, Will? Uh, we're at Sh- uh, Shus's headquarter, and Jay Gander's watching a report about uh, a smuggling ring. At the, was it called the Tasty Dope Factory? Um, it was a ta- it was like an ice cream ice cream factory, Tasty Treats. Tasty Treats. Okay, Something I, I like didn't. That, I, yeah. I didn't catch okay. the name. All right, well, and uh, Jay Gander's lost two of his good men. Yeah, they were turned into ice pops. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is it's interesting. Like all the spy stuff, you see that like the um in this episode, it's a lot more grisly. Like what's happening to these uh, these spies? Jay Gander calls in Darkwing, and he's talking about like all these shush agents have been murdered. Like one was fed to a a snake, another one was turned into a can of tuna. I mean, it's over the top, but it's still pretty grisly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it really makes me wonder what this show would have been like if it had stayed Double O Duck. All this, like this, is the most overt spy stuff in any Darkwing Duck episode. Mm-hmm. Um. So someone's stolen the master list of Shush agents and is murdering them as proof of possession. And because of the ransom note, which is asking for all the tea in China, um, it's got the logo Mm -hmm. of somebody named Phineas Sharp, the arch enemy of a spy, a retired spy named Derek Blunt. So Hooter decides to call Blunt out of retirement to team him up with Darkwing. Mm -hmm. And... You know, a lot of exposition up front. Darkwing only knows Derek Blunt from the movies that were made from his biography. The real Mm -hmm. Derek Blunt was not as flashy a spy. And he's more laid back, more mellowed out. But I really want to know what the hell is this guy's problem? Like, (laughs) he comes in and immediately starts to dump on Darkwing. Yeah. Like he, Dark- he didn't even acknowledge him when he first walked in. He just kept, he walked right past him. He treats Darkwing dirty throughout the entire episode. And I kind of feel, I, I don't know who we're supposed to f- sympathize with here. Who, who's he voiced by? I, uh, I didn't even think to look that up. Yeah, Derek Blunt was voiced by a man named Peter Renaday. Uh, born in 35, he's still with us. He is 85 now. He was an actor and a voice actor. He has a lot of credits. But what's very interesting about him, he seems to be the guy, if you want someone to voice Abe Lincoln in one of your projects, he'll voice Abe Lincoln. <laughs> he voiced Abe Lincoln on multiple cartoons, and he's the voice of Lincoln in the Hall of Presidents at Walt Disney World. Oh, okay. Believe it or not. Um, he also is on a bunch of different Disney uh, World attractions, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, the Hall of um the Country Bears. So this guy has a good relationship with Disney. Um, so he's voicing Derek Blunt. I like the voice, even though I'm not a huge fan of the character. Mm-hmm. And All right. yeah. Yeah. So then we got Jay Gander, you know, trying to convince him that, you know, DW would be a good fit. He's a wild card and he's not on the Shush master list, you know. So no one will know he's coming. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, he says the wild card, and then Blunt says, obviously, the Joker of the deck. He's so mean to him. Yeah. So the two of them head to Darkwing's hideout, 
And again, just Blunt just is laying it on so mean to Darkwing. Uh, they have to find out where the ransom note came from. They have to, you know, study it to figure out where they can find Sharp. And Darkwing is just, he just wants to show off. He wants to show off his tech because all, again, all he knows Blunt from is these movies where Blunt used lots of different tech. Um, so they have Sandy's substance that's stuck to this note. Darkwing does all of these experiments and the Sandy substance is sand. That's all he was yeah. able to figure out. But then all Blunt, <laughs> all Blunt has to do is take the sand, lick it, and then he knows exactly where Sharp is. Mm-hmm. So he they pinpoints get, it on the map. <laughs> yeah, they get on this lift, and there's a, he asks Darkwing, Darkwing if he has a map. So Darkwing Low is this gigantic map down from the ceiling, and they ride this big lift, which I don't know about you, the lift they ride looks like it was done in CGI. It looks really, it's really well drawn. And I know Disney France had a CG apartment, uh, department because there was um, computer animated planes and tailspin in their episodes. So I think there's some computer animation in this episode a little bit. I'm not sure, though. Um, they, go to a, they go to some islands, and it's, they have a funny little bit of wordplay. He, he tells Darkwing it's the Salad Sea, and Darkwing goes, there must be a thousand islands there. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you want a salad. And yep. immediately, Blunt pinpoints exactly where Sharp is. He takes a marker, circles the island he's positive he's on. Because it's, it's the only island that does not have a type of tree that Sharp is allergic to. That's why he knows he's going to be there. And Darkwing is broken because Blunt drew on his map. And that's yep. when Darkwing goes, you drew on my map. Um, <laughs> who else is in this episode? It's not just the two Help. of them. LP finally shows up. Not a big role for Launchpad, but he makes his scenes count. There's a fun, there's some funny stuff with Launchpad later. And as oh, soon yeah. as Blunt meets Launchpad, he gets on Darkwing's case for needing a pilot. Yep. Oh, and a sidekick. And a sidekick. Like, come on, leave Darkwing alone for just a second. Um, <laughs> it, this this is really got to be bruising his ego. Oh yeah. So it's well, villain they take time. The yes. Well, they take the thunder quack. To, to the island, but then, it, yeah, now it's villain time, and we got Horatio. He's informing Phineas that Derek is on, you know, he's on the case. He's been yep. assigned to it. And it's exactly what Phineas Sharp wanted. Because mm-hmm. he wants to draw Blunt out of retirement so he can defeat him. Because Blunt it, defeated him the last time. And who is Sharp voiced by, Mike? Jonathan Harris. Um, born 1914, he's, you know, he's gone. Uh, 2002, he passed away. Um, Jonathan Harris is most famous for playing the villain Dr. Smith in the Lost in Space series, which are you familiar with that? Uh, I never watched it, but I know what it is. Yeah, I'm familiar enough with Jonathan Harris that I know like the character's catchphrase was, oh, the pain. That's Jonathan Harris. And he voiced for Disney. He voiced a Manny, uh, one of the bugs from Bugs Life. He has a huge career. Lots of Disney stuff. He was, he was villains in Gargoyles, The Mighty Ducks, Quack Pack. Um, I like the voice work for Phineas Sharp. He does make him sound really evil. I mean, he's not much of a character. The design is all right. But I love listening to the voice. How do you feel about him? Yeah, his voice is cool, man. We'll rate him later. Not, yeah. The voice is cool. Not too crazy about him as a villain. But, we'll, no. we'll, yeah, we'll get into that, though. 
And I like he's destroying Derek Blunt dolls. He beheads one in a guillotine. He hacks one apart with a meat cleaver. He squeezes one until its head explodes. <laughs> Mike, who who was who was uh who voiced Horatio? I'm pretty certain it was Danny Mann because he sounds like no other voice actor in this episode. But since okay. Danny Mann was in this one as Hooter, and he's a more versatile voice actor, that's gotta be him. It's not Renaday okay. or Harris. So it's got to okay. be Danny Mann. Yes, yeah, okay. Horatio is lackey. So <laughs> we cut to the Thunderquack. Take it from here, Will. LP crashes it, as kind of like the DuckTales. So he, you could tell this is early in production because he's not quite the pilot that we, you know, we're used to him on Darkwing, you know? No, he, he really crashes pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And I noticed a weird little editing mistake, maybe. It's odd. Uh, Blunt gets out of the plane and it's like, what's wrong with you? And it looks like Darkwing's going to say something, and he never does. Like something oh, was like that. it was really weird. Like they cut to Darkwing and launch pad as if Darkwing's finishing saying something, but you don't see it. I think this one mm. was edited really weird because even the music cues jump around a lot. I definitely think this one was really pieced together very very sloppily. I think it's probably why it was so delayed. Um, so I'm going to stop you for one sec. Hold on, Mike. I got to go stop you for just one second. Uh, go for it. I'm just curious. As I was listening to this episode, I noticed a lot of the music on here was new and different than what I've heard. Do you think it's possible this is the one episode Giffen didn't do? I thought the one he didn't do was Beauty and the Beat. Oh, Beauty and the Beat? That was it? That's okay. what I heard. I, I, I don't remember. Yeah, no. I'd have to go back and look. <laughs> Maybe if we ask him, he'll know. Okay. All right, go, go, continue, though. All but right, continue. <laughs> good question, though, Will. We still haven't figured that one out. Um, yeah. So it starts this thing. Darkwing starts pulling out different different gadgets, and they're not all of them backfire. He's really ticking Blunt off. The first one's a jetpack that ends up digging him into the ground. The second one mm-hmm. is a weed whacker, which, you know, makes so much noise and st- almost strips off Blunt and Launchpad's clothing. Um, I do like a scene as they're walking through the forest. Launchpad and Blunt keep hitting Darkwing with like um, branches that they're pushing mm-hmm. aside. But then an entire tree springs up and knocks Darkwing back. <laughs> an entire mm-hmm. tree. Um, and then finally, Blunt gets so mad at him, he shakes him over a lake and dumps all of his gadgets in. So Darkwing yeah, has nothing left. Yeah, his mm-hmm. telescope. So Darkwing has nothing left. No gas gun in this one, though, I think. They don't even mention yeah. it. Yeah, not at all. And then uh, we got some henchmen that are, they're lurking around in there, but they're not looking for Darkwing or uh, or Derek. Or they're looking for yeah, they're looking for a ball. <laughs> it's a it's a fake out when we go to commercial. They're hiding in a bush, and you think they're going after them. But when we come back yeah. from commercial, they're just looking for a soccer ball. Yeah, but now Mike, we finally got the cameo we were we were wanting to discuss. That's what this episode is infamous for. It's really oh, yeah. weird cameos. Very weird. Um, explain it well. All right. We got Magica, but it looked like Magica was working there. It looked like she was serving drinks or something, didn't it? Yeah, it sure did. Magica the Spell. We got Steel Beacon Ammonia Pine. We got Glongo. Mm-hmm. We got Glongo playing, I think it's Horseshoes. Was yes, he playing? Horseshoes. Mm-hmm. All right. And then, and then we got the Beagle Boys are kind of spread out, though. Yeah, I know we see Bouncer at a table with somebody who I'll mention in a moment. And um, Big Time, Baggy, and Burger are watching Steel Beak and Ammonia Pie and play cards. 
Mm-hmm. And it's I guess it's a funny visual. A launch pad says, boy, ammonia is really cleaning up because she has a vacuum cleaner and she's sucking up all the chips. Yeah. <laughs> quick, quick joke from Ammonia Pine. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whatever. None of them talk, though. None of these characters talk. It's just cameos. Um, why do you think they're using DuckTales characters in place of Darkwing characters? I mean, there is a reason for it. Why do you think? I think it comes from the Double O Duck episode. You know, well, uh, this this was slowly the transition and then, like, uh, the auction, you know? Yeah, and, of course, all those other Darkwing villains didn't even exist yet. Mm-hmm. Because Steelbeak and Ammonia Pine were foul villains, so, of course, they already existed early on, but they had no other Darkwing villains. So they had to get all these DuckTales villains just to fill it out a bit. Yeah. And um, so there's one villain that... Uh, I was going to say, we have one more cameo of a villain, but I don't remember him on this scene. I saw him later. No, he, later he does... on. Okay, so we'll but get to him in a minute, because I got a gripe with him. Yeah, I know where you're going with this. Okay. But there's one villain <laughs> I want to mention. Um, mm-hmm. She is seen several shots, especially one sitting next to one of the goons and uh, Bouncer Beagle. This villain, the one with the glasses, the wavy hair, and the sneakers... This is a Darkwing Duck villain that never ended up getting used. Her name is um, Animatronic. Say it quick. Animatronic, like the robots at Disney World. Her whole uh-huh. shtick was she created robots to fight Darkwing and shush with. Um, she was, you know, she was a robot expert. Um, I asked Tad if they ever were going to put her in an episode. They never got around to it. And I've mm. seen the list of all the episodes, even ones that didn't get made. She isn't in any of them. So they never, they never ended up even writing an animatronic episode. Although, she is in a little golden book called The Silly Canine Caper. Do you have the golden book, Will? No, I don't. No, I think Stan does. Um, and it, that, and it's, it's her big claim to fame. She ended up at least in a piece of merchandise. Um, so that's animatronic. That's her. This is her one scene we ever get of her on Darkwing Duck. Um, so let's continue, Will. All right. So uh, we get those cameos, and then yeah. um, Derek uh, realizes Phoenix is going to auction them uh, off the, uh, the agents. To oh, he's going to auction off the Sush agents. You know. Yes. Yeah, you know, because it's like a memento for all the villains. You know. And this resort he's built is just a cover for it. Yeah. So then we get uh, Derek, DW, and LP. They sneak in in disguises. You know, Derek and DW, they're uh, bellboys. And LP, I don't know what LP was. I don't know what that's called. It's, <laughs> he's dressed like, like Carmen Miranda with the big fruit hat. Um, mm. Darkwing's disguise does not include his mask. Yeah. Like, so it's one of those few Drake times. In a way? Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> few times he disguises himself and doesn't include the mask. Um, so they're disguised as bellboys, and which which apparently fools Sharp, and they take the they take the bags away, and Launchpad overhears Sharp tell Horatio that he knows Blunt is there, yeah, and he can't wait. He, he has this trap ready for him, you know. Yep, and Launchpad overhears. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no you say, go ahead. I'll say Darkwing does something really <laughs> stupid now. Just because he's annoyed at his, at his disguise, he takes it off and puts his usual outfit back on, which was like the mm-hmm. worst thing for him to do. He blows their cover almost. Yeah, and then they they got to uh, hide in the laundry bag or basket, the, the laundry cart. Yeah, 
Yeah, the laundry cart. And then uh, they get dumped into the laundry room. Mm-hmm. And um, while they're down there, uh, th- there's a big old door for them to get out. But it's not going to be an easy task, at least not for Darkwing, because he yeah. doesn't have his gadgets. Oh, I could waltz right in there with my lockpicking equipment, but it seems to be missing. Someone must <laughs> have thrown it in a lake or something. Uh, like I said before, I really think the Darkwing dialogue was recorded later because this is like modern Darkwing. This is not that rough Darkwing voice from the earlier episodes. Like this is like Darkwing now. So I think this was recorded later because all of Darkwing's dialogue sounds great. It doesn't sound rough. Mm-hmm. Um, so Blunt, what does Blunt do? How do they get in? Uh, he pulls a feather from Darkwing's head. <laughs> and what happens then? Then uh, it blows up, and Darkwing... Well, he tells Darkwing to duck. <laughs> and Darkwing goes, what? And it blows up in his face. He goes, next time, be more specific. I did like the animation on the, when, how Darkwing looked. I, I really did. Oh, all burnt to a crisp? Uh-huh. So they walk into the room, and all they find on a pedestal is a piece of paper that says... Yep. Gotcha. Yup. <laughs> and Blunt knows exactly what that means. And it's a trap. Two, it's a trap. And they can't get out. Sharp is there. And Sharp even mocks him. He's like, I expected you 15 seconds earlier. Um, and all the goons show up with their guns. And that's when Launchpad shows up. Yep. Too late for the warning. <laughs> yeah, Launchpad comes running and he goes, It's a trap. And then he gets a he gets a gun pressed up against his temple. I'm pretty sure that shot of the gun hitting Launchpad in the head was edited out on Toon Disney. I don't remember seeing that there. Oh, okay. I mean it's there on Disney Plus and on DVD, but I remember that always getting edited. Okay. Um so now our third act starts. What's yeah. going on, Will? Well, you know, now they're tied up. Now they're tied up in the exercise room. And uh, Sharp has this old, big old, I don't know what those things are called, where it's like a like a domino effect type thing. Yes, it's, called where, a, it's basically called a Rube Goldberg device, where one okay. thing triggers something else. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, but, but basically, it starts with LP. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got to lose weight, and it gets in a steam going. cabinet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's sitting in a steam cabinet. I, he looks so uncomfortable. And we're going to come back to LP on that. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to go through like everything that's supposed to happen, but Launchpad loses weight, and then this happens, and then this happens, and then this, and this, and this happens, and the end result is that the weights that are tied to Darkwing and Blunt, they're hanging from the ceiling. They got weights tied to their feet being suspended up in the air. When the rope finally snaps, the weights are going to fall, and Sharp's intent is to tear them in half. Oh, yeah. Which boy, is really some- great. Really grizzly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> really grizzly. And then he leaves because all good villains have to do that. Yeah. Um, and so then he's... this is when Derek Blunt is kind of like, he's finally given up. He's like mm-hmm. lost all hope. Yeah, and he's he no admits, longer cocky. Yeah, he admits he's jealous of Darkwing because Darkwing has friends, a family. I don't know how he would know Darkwing has a family. Um, mm-hmm. But all he has is just cheap movies. Like he has nothing to show <laughs> for his career. And you know, that's a good apology. You know, it's kind of redeems Blunt a little bit. But mm-hmm. Darkwing gets an idea. Yeah, he has like this acid coupling or something. Yes. And uh, 
uh, he he feels. What was he trying to do? Burn uh, the ropes burn the or ropes that are burn the ropes that their arms are tied to. But that didn't happen. He no. ended up burning the table legs. <laughs> okay, so Launchpad doesn't have much to do in this episode. He kind of feels kind of pointless, but this totally justifies him being in the episode. He thinks what's happening here, which is a complete ac- accident, is all planned. Launchpad goes, it got the table leg. All right, you got the floor going. <laughs> yeah. Launchpad's so excited, even though everything's going wrong. Yeah, but Blunt, he's realized Darkwing screwed up, but Darkwing has a plan now, though, with the use of his cape. Yes, he ca- his cape catches fire, floats up to the ceiling, and triggers the sprinkler system. Yep, and, and then DW is finally freed, and uh, Derek is finally impressed with Darkwing. He's he's finally showing him some love, you know? But, of course, Blunt's wrists go free, and he drops to the ground, but it's the ropes on Darkwing's ankles that go free, and he shoots up and smashes his head in the ceiling. Darkwing never mm-hmm. gets it easy, does he? Nah, but they head out, and they, um, they, they leave, leave somebody behind. They leave Launchpad <laughs> behind. In the yeah. steam cabinet. Yeah, so now we're at the auction. The auction has begun, and we get a cameo, Mike. We get we get one more character. This is the oddest one of all. Um, who is yeah. it, Will? Hammerhead. Yeah, it's Hammer- Hammerhead, which means when they were writing this, they must have had Darkly Dawn's the Duck in some stage of production, but mm. not far enough that they knew how big Hammerhead was going to be and who was going to voice him. I hated the voice on this one, man. He doesn't talk yet. Yeah. Well, but he it's but he will. Do do you want to just go ahead and say who voiced him? It get that wasn't, out of the way. It wasn't Hal Rail. They didn't get Hal Rail. Do you know who voiced him? No, I don't. Um, it was Tad. Oh, it was Tad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was Tad. Um, yeah, his one his one vocal contribution to the Darkwing Duck series was voicing Hammerhead in this one episode. Um, oh my goodness! <laughs> so, um, but it really you set me thought, up, man. You set me up. <laughs> I thought you knew. I did um, not know. <laughs> but um, yeah. So now Darkwing and Blunt are working together. They sneak behind Sharp as he's doing the auction, and they steal the list. And Sharp comes after them. Yeah, they stole the the Shush Master list, right? Yes, they did, yeah. Okay. And he confronts them. They hide in the closet. And he turns that closet door to Swiss cheese. Oh, yeah. He had, like, some type of laser gun or something, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Um, And he thinks he's, you know, he says, gotcha, make a movie out of that. And he leaves, and it turns out, you know, Darkwing had two acid cufflinks, and he saved them by burning a hole through the floor. Um, and then Sharp gets back to the auction, and the wi- and who's the winner of the auction? Hammerhead. Until he takes a look at the list, and that's when Hammerhead speaks. Um, it's a grocery list. And he's like, this doesn't sound like a list of shush agents. Sounds like a fake. And we know Hammerhead doesn't sound like that. Not at all. At the time they recorded it, they probably had no idea who was going to voice him. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, episode number two. How would, how, probably how would they have known? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Hammerhead grabs Sharp right by the throat. 
We don't see what happens to Sharp, but we know it ain't good. Mm-hmm. Tell us uh, how... You know, well, Go I was going to just say real quick, Mike. I thought it was kind of weird that Hammerhead won the auction with Glomgo being there. I thought that was a little yeah, weird. Yeah, Glomgo, the second richest duck in the world. Don't yeah. you think he would have... Yeah, I know. Unless he's <laughs> just that cheap. Yeah. But can I ask a question? What would Magicka dispel and Glomgold even want with a list of shush agents? Yeah, that's true. Like, what, what were they going to do with it? The, the, even the Beagle Boys. I, I get it. I get why they had to be in the episode, but doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, All right, so, so what happened with Hammerhead and Sharp? We don't see it. Hammerhead <laughs> sharp, by, sharp by the neck, and we fade out. We know he gets it bad. We just don't see it. Yeah. So tell us how this one ends. I think the ending's pretty funny. All right. So we got DW and Dark. Uh, not DW Blunt. and Dark. Yeah, DW and Blunt. They're walking by the pool outside. They're laughing it up. But um, Blunt made a comment about sweat, and that's when Darkwing realizes he left LP behind. <laughs> yep. What happened to Launchpad? Oh my goodness, he shrunk. <laughs> He's all tiny. <laughs> He's lost so much weight, man. Lost so much height being in that um ah, what's it called again? The steam cabinet. The steam cabinet. Yeah, he lost yeah. so much weight. He shrunk. He's so tiny. <laughs> and he's had a high pitched voice too. Yeah, he said he's going on vacation. But he wonders if the hotel has reduced rates. <laughs> um yeah. the little the little high pitched launch pad voice. Is the same one they gave him. Have you seen the episode of DuckTales, Launchpad's first crash? Yeah. The episode where Launchpad and Scrooge were supposed to meet. The same voice. He has that exact same high voice as that episode. The first time I saw this one, I was like, whoa, okay, I recognize that voice. Um, it's just Terry McGovern's voice pitched up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that's in, like, Blunt. Again, interesting for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, so Will, if you had to rate this one and critique it, what would you say? I I would give it a three, um, a little bit above, above average, but it's, it's not t- tier one or tier two or anything. No. Uh, you get that, uh, double O duck type feel to it. Uh, there's some errors in there. Uh, I, I wasn't, I did not like hammerhead voice. Uh, yeah. sorry, Chad. I love you, Tad. Uh, thank you for creating Darkwing, but I didn't like hammerhead's voice now that I know, uh, how rail, uh, Voiced them later on. Um, you know, the Glongo thing kind of confused me when I w- watched this episode. Of even, like, as a kid, I thought it was really weird that Glongo didn't win the auction. Um, yeah. Blunt is okay. I'm fine with him being so mean to Darkwing at first. I'm, I'm fine with that. But I, Sharp is just not a good villain to me. Mm, yeah. Not at all. So yeah. that kind of takes it back down again. Uh, th- there was some animation issues I had with it. I felt like Darkwing wasn't drawn that great, but I did not realize it was the second in production, so he was still kind of in the works, you know? Yeah, I get that feeling from this, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this was a salvage job. Like, it wasn't turning out right, or something wasn't working with it, and they really had to salvage it. Again, with the music seems like it's really choppy. The animation isn't perfect. And again, like I said, Darkwing's voice seems to be recorded later. Like, I feel like this one had a troubled production history, which definitely seems to hurt it a little bit. Um, But my rating is the same as yours. I'm giving it a three. 
because I'm being fair to it, just like I was fair to a duck by any other name, because I yeah. know how early it was. And it's this is more fascinating than that one because mm. this is definitely double O duck. Like okay. this is how double O duck would have been. I feel like if this had, if it had not been changed, we would have gotten lots of episodes with traveling, more about the supervillain spies, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's fascinating to see what the show might have been like. So I'm giving it a three for just being really unique. Okay. Mainly. All right, let's get into the villain. Uh, what, what, what you gonna rate Sharp? I think I'm just gonna give Sharp a two, um, which isn't my lowest villain score. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy Jonathan Harris's voice. I think it's fun to listen to him, but I think design-wise, just overall as a villain, there isn't much to him. He's just a very stock kind of spy villain. Yeah. He's just, eh, you know, he's not memorable. I just like the voice, mainly. Okay. You know, that's about it. So I'm just going to give him a two. How okay. about you? I'm going to give him a one and a half. Um, I just didn't get what was to him. You know, you got Magicka in this episode. You know, Magicka has, you know, uh, witchcraft. You got Glongo who has money, you know, so he has the finance to back him up. Um, you know, the actual, Beagle Boy, you know. Actual foul villains, too. Yeah, actual foul villains, Ammonia and Steel Beat. So I kind of didn't get why he was running this. Uh, what makes just, him so special? Yeah, and there was nothing to him. The only thing was he had a good plan. You know, so maybe he, that's what it was to him. You know, he's a good thinker. He he did have a solid plan to draw Derek over there, you know, and then the, for him to catch all those uh, shush agents. But overall, eh, I, I wouldn't care to see him again. So I'm giving him a one and a half. Yeah, watching the episode, they mentioned that Sharp was only beaten once. And watching this guy, I'm like, this guy does not seem very tough. Mm-hmm. Like, like... He, like if this if this guy gives Blunt a hard time, he can't be much of an agent. <laughs> All right, yeah, man. So yeah, that's uh, in like Blunt. <laughs> it's interesting. Again, I keep using that word. It's just really interesting. It's a must watch because of how fascinating it is. You know. Yeah, I don't hate the episode. Though. No, me neither. I yeah, enjoy I, I watching it. it. I do enjoy watching it. It's just not one of the best. Yeah. All right, so, Mike, uh, what episode we got next, man? Well, speaking of an episode I don't enjoy watching, oh, um, here we go. I've, oh, been, I've, been, I've been tormenting you about this one, but oh, it's, finally, it's finally time. Next week, we're getting another Quacker Jack episode, which would be a good thing if it wasn't Quack of Ages. It's getting a five. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's, all I'm really going to say right now is one of my absolute least favorite syndicated episodes. Like, I think there's like two at the bottom of my, of my pile for Disney Afternoon episodes. This is one of them. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with that. Okay. I will leave you with that. I don't like it. I love you, Quacker Jack, but I just don't like this episode. Okay. So... But yeah. you know what? We'll have fun with it. We'll have we'll fun with it. You know? So join us next week. We'll have mm-hmm. fun with it. We promise. Um, Quack of Ages. Join us next time for that one. All right. Real quick, Mike. Uh, the, yes. fastest, the fastest you can say, where can they find us at? Oh, Lord. Every podcast app. Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, um, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast, uh, iHeartRadio, Pandora, um, your Amazon, your Amazon too, also your Alexa, and YouTube. I think that's every single one of them. I think it's the fastest I've ever done it. Do you have <laughs> shout-outs? No, no shout-outs today. Uh, 
Just congratulations to Dominic on winning that Morgana pin. Uh, shout, well, you know what? Here we go. I'm going to give a shout out to everybody who's joined our Facebook group. Uh, not not the podcast page, but the Facebook group. So shout out to all of you guys. Uh, y'all are, are helping us build a community, you know, with Darkwing. So really appreciate it. Even though all of you guys keep answering the Quacker Jack question wrong, and I know you're all doing it, you know, because it's funny. I did the same thing when I finally joined. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Thank you, everybody. All right. So, everybody, y'all have a good night. And remember, stay dangerous. Don't draw on my map. (laughs) Good night. (laughs)